Welcome to the Volley Pod, where we're all about coaching kids volleyball. With drills, skills, and scenarios, we keep things fast, fun, and effective. Presented by the Art of Coaching Volleyball, the Volley Pod is your new source for coaching information. Good morning and welcome to the Volley Pod presented by the Art of Coaching Volleyball. How are you today, Todd? Doing well, Davis. How are you? I'm doing well. How's the family? What's up? Give me the update. Give me the Charlie update. Charlie's doing great. She is smiling. She Uh, is making eye contact. She is cute as a button. Beautiful stuff. I'm so thrilled. And uh, it's not easy. We're not still sleeping, but we're sleeping a little more. Okay. All right. So we're starting to get going. Baby steps. Baby steps. (laughs) And... uh, and you're in the season. You're in my it. season. Is it? Yeah, it's going, and we're putting it together. And I got a great group. I'm really excited about the group. So it's uh, fun, kids. We're getting trying to get a little better every day. You know how it is. Absolutely, super fun. So today we got the skill is to you. So what is the skill of skill? The- I'm throwing you a little curveball. Okay. It's learning rotation. Okay. That is a skill. This is one that I see come up a lot. You know, I'm on that, that we talked about the uh, VCT, uh, Volleyball Coaches and Trainers Facebook group. And mm-hmm. I see this coming up a lot. And the coaches are, how do I teach? You have a middle school team. And how do I teach them rotation? So we're going to get into it. Okay, perfect. All right. Number one, first of all, first of all uh, coaches complain about it because it's hard. Yeah, it's not this is volleyball is a weird sport. It's not easy. And when you think about learning our game and you think about how random our skills are. So you're going to, you know, Charlie is going to get to the age. I mean, Charlie's going to be a little different because you're a dad and you're a volleyball guy. So you'll have her, you know, in the next two weeks, you'll be putting her through, (laughs) you know, these long involved practices. But for most kids. You know, they're into catching a ball. You know, people toss them a ball and they catch it and they might throw it, even if they have any ball at all. But those don't transfer to the skills in our sport. They might transfer to basketball or softball or football, but they don't transfer to volleyball where the ball rebounds off your platform and then the ball, you know, sits in your hands for setting is a weird skill and spiking is a weird skill is combined with an approach. Our game is hard, Davis. Oh, absolutely. And then when you put them into rotations and you start putting them into systems, it makes it tough. Complexity goes up. So the first principle is can we make sure that whatever system we teach doesn't interfere with our players learning how to play volleyball? Great. So that's rule number one. So great point. With that, let's get going. So that gets into the kiss, you know, keep it simple, okay. uh, which means I'm just going to be real blunt right here. One of my pet peeves, don't teach a 6-2. Okay. Quit doing it. Don't okay. do it. Right. Don't okay. do it. I'll just tell you why. Three three quick, 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 quick reasons. Uh, number one, beginning players, they can't pass. I mean, it's tough to pass. And so you think about any low pass or any tight pass becomes a point for the other team. I don't want to give away those points. There's no reason to. Number two, uh, I don't want to give up defense. And once again, if your setter's coming out of right back, you're going to give up right back defense. What are you getting for it? Not much. So don't give away the defense. And then number three, if a setter is penetrating in and there's 
you know, a middle in the middle of the court, there's going to be confusion in there. So those are three good reasons to, you know, I read the stuff on that, you know, that VCT going, yeah, I want to teach a 6-2 because, you know, I have a couple setters who are good and then opposites and I can use players. I understand that there's, there's some temptation to use players and have them in a role, but don't do it because it just, it's makes the game so hard for your players. And we we're trying to make the game easy for your players to learn, not hard. Love it. Okay. Next thing, uh, as you teach this stuff, keep them moving. Don't talk. So let's talk more movement. If you can, if That's you have good. enough players teach two sides at once. Perfect. So you'll put them in and teach two sides at once. Uh, and then just have them keep rotating and just go, Hey, rotate, 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 rotate. So they're moving all the time. Uh, I'm into simple progressions with this. Uh, before you can even teach a system, you have to teach some basic nomenclature. Okay. First of all, the positions, right? So we have general positions and we start our front row on the 10th foot line. So I don't put them at the net at the beginning level. So we have left front, middle front, right front. Right back, middle back, left back. Right. And then we rotate them through there. Rotate. What position are you in? Rotate. What position are you in? Rotate. What position are you in? So first of all, they know those. Okay. So that's first. Number two, uh, who are they between and opposite? So they're doing that and they're learning. Wait a minute. Who are, who's before you? Who's going to serve before you? Who's serving after you? Who is opposite you? I like and that. And so we learn that. That is a, a fundamental skill to know before we get into any system. It's a great building block. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And then I give them one quick overlap example. Ah. I try not to talk, okay. but I say, hey, left front and left back, stand in the corner and left front, in the very corner, right by the net, right in the corner there. And then I'll take right back and right front and I'll put them in the right back corner. Okay. And then I'll take middle front and middle back. And I'll go, you guys play doubles. Just pretend you're playing doubles, but put middle front just a half step in front of middle back. Okay. And I'll say, this is legal. Yeah. This is all good. So we learned the concept of adjacent. I like that. And that's, I just give them one example and just give it quick and go, look, we could play doubles like this and this would be fine. But it doesn't matter front. It doesn't matter unless the player is adjacent to you as far as the rules go for overlaps. Cool. I like that. Okay. And then lastly, which is a little counterintuitive in our sport, okay. we have to learn uh, areas of the court. And of course, our sport's so crazy that we have the areas of our court are labeled counterclockwise rather than clockwise. And so we have to get them rotating clockwise, but counting the areas of the court counterclockwise. So they would start in right back. I'm in right back. I'm in area one. I'm in one. I'm rotating to middle back. I'm in six. Right. And so once again, they go through there and they just rotate, rotate. What's your position? What's your area of the court? What's your position? What area of the court? So we do that over and over and over. Rotate, rotate, rotate. Play a little bit. Yep. Just play a little bit of volleyball like that. And now, once we get to that place, now we can start talking about a system. Okay. But not until we have that foundation. 
And that's a great I think point. the biggest problem is, is we pile this stuff. We try to teach them a six, two, and they don't have those fundamentals first. hundred percent. And so it's gotta be baby steps. So next thing, uh, explain the why, explain okay. the why we have to have to know why they're doing things. And, and for each time we teach the system and rotation, we have three things that we have to teach. So we have to teach first of all, where they are in the rotation and they know that. So we've already done that. Okay. Next thing is serve, receive. And then the next thing is defense. Gotcha. Okay. Right. So what's the first system we teach? A 6-6. Six, six. Okay. And we play it. And what happens on a 6-6? Six, six? Well, we have that line of players that are on the 10-foot line. We have a line of players on the 20-foot line. And the one thing changes. The middle front steps up one big step to 5 feet off the net. And middle back steps up one big step to 15 feet off the net. Okay. And so now we have... We have a rotation where they're all on the 10 foot line. We have serve, receive and defense where they're both in the same place. And we, so we'll play a six, six and we'll just kind of spin them around there real fast. Play, you know, two points in each rotation and just spin them, spin them, spin them. I love it. So they're in a now, Hey, that's a system now. And they know that, uh, we have the setter in the middle of the court, middle front. Why? Well, it seems like the simplest place to pass. Right. right. It's right. just, it makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. There's reasons why we're doing things. Next, we go from there to a four, two with the middle front setter. Okay. And what is the reason we say, wait a minute, you know, being a setter is like being a shortstop or being a catcher or being a pitcher. That's a special skills are needed. Right. So we're going to move our best setters. We're going to get two of them. We're going to move our best ones into that position. And so they learn a little bit about front row switching. Right. Mm -hmm. And there's a basic rule we teach them. If I am next to the setter, okay. then when I am middle front, I will never play middle front. Okay. <laughs> I will always give the setter that position and then I'll play the setter's position. Okay. If I lead the setter, I play two times on the left. If I follow the setter, I play two, two places on the right. I love it. And so it's, yeah. we learned that principle. And so we play a bunch of things. Once again, spinning around, once again, serve, receive, or actually before serve, receive, we have, where are you in the rotation? Get in, serve, receive, defense. Now get back in your rotation okay. because they got to get back in the rotation at the Switch. end because that's how they get mixed up and get mixed with serving and everything. And that takes us back to remembering who they're opposite of and who they're between. Right. So, uh, so that's the four, two. And I love that system. And I, I would keep teams in that system until you have to get out. And when do you have to get out? My feeling is you have to get out when let's say that setter can't block and you go, okay, wait a minute. The other team is hitting so much now that we have to have a designated middle blocker. Okay. And so then I would go still four, two, but now I'm going, we're going to have a designated middle blocker and we're going to move our setter over to the right side. And now we have still a four, two, but now we have, we have switches in the front row. We have three switches there. So we have an outside hitter, we have a middle and we have a setter back row is still going across. Everybody's going across. Right. Everybody's playing everything. Yes. So there's no switches in the back row. So when you get in the back row, you don't have to worry about that. So once again, you're learning this at a slow pace. You're not just getting this, you know, 
I was coaching boo-boo ball for years and I, I was watching teams trying to put a six, two in when they couldn't play volleyball. Right. And for me playing volleyball means that, Hey, uh, when do you need to, you, you teach it when you need to teach it. And once again, if the, if all the points are being scored off the serve service errors and service aces, then there's no reason for teams to be switching. Right. That's a great point. Right. We want to teach them to serve, receive and serve. Yeah. Why are we spending time teaching them how to switch and do all these things when they can't serve the ball over the net? Great. Let's point. take first things first. Yeah. Uh, so Love it. that's the four, two. And then uh, moving on, lastly, we would get them into a, if we want to get them into a 6-2, we would do it in rows one and four and introduce it in free ball. Okay, okay. And so if you introduce back row setting in free ball, then you don't have the negatives that you have in serve receive or defensive trans because you can get the setter up in the target area Without giving up a they, ton of right back defense. You don't have to worry about defense right. and, and they're already there. So tight or low passes, hopefully they can handle. I love it. That's smart. And so that is the progression I love for, it. for teaching. Could, could I make a point really quick about this? And I think you probably said this in there, but I would just probably just anchor the same idea. We want to play volleyball. <laughs> we don't want to be switching to spots all the time. I'd say the simpler the system, the better when they're learning, right? And only switch to a more complicated system when necessary. You said that. I just want to anchor that. I think right. When it's needed, there. when it's needed, why are players playing middle blocker if nobody reaches their hand over the net? It yes. doesn't make sense. Just be a volleyball player and spend your time teaching them how to keep the ball off the floor, hit it over and out on the other side. Serve receive is tough, serving is tough for beginning players. Spend your time doing that. And, you know, we play all these teams and their coaches are yelling at them where to go. Right. And they don't know how to play volleyball. Right. Why are you confusing them with telling them how to play some certain position when they don't know how to serve over the net Absolutely. and they don't know how to pass? Absolutely. And then as the complexity comes down for them and they played some volleyball then some of that stuff becomes pretty easy. Well, and once again, you take it in baby steps, yeah. right? And it makes yeah. sense. It makes logical sense. Wait a minute. We're playing teams now that are hitting the ball that we can't dig. We got to get a blocker. So let's change our system. Yeah. Not, sure. oh, we're going to do this because everybody has this system. Well, That's you're... Why are we copying the national team system when you're 11 years old and can't get your fingertips over the net? That's a great point. Yeah. And so. there is this little bit of an idea of, oh, we're running a 6-2, so we're good. Right. And it's like, well, well I'm a middle blocker, right? I need a position. Right. I'm going, no, hey, give me a volleyball player. We talked about this before, yeah. you know, that, hey, we would love to take beach kids and, you know, they don't need to know anything about indoor volleyball. If they know how to play, we'll teach them how. We'll teach them yeah. systems real fast. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, that's really cool. That's it. Interesting so that's skill. Teaching, yeah, teaching rotation. Yeah, teaching rotate a little different. I hope people listen to this one because this one you had a lot of really, really. Well, it's the beginning there. of the season. It's beginning of the season yes. for a lot, a lot of middle school coaches. I think tune in and a lot of new coaches. And I think that's one thing that is. Uh, and there's pressure on them because people go, "Oh, you're not teaching them a six-two. They don't won't they they won't know when they get to. No, they'll be fine. Teach yes. them. Hey." You bring, uh, we just had tryouts. You give me somebody that surfs tough, doesn't get aced, can <laughs> jump and hit the ball with shape and spin in the court. 
They have a spot on my team. We're pretty good. They don't need to know a 6'2". I'll teach them whatever we need to know about the system. I love it. I love it. That's awesome. All right. Scenario. Okay. What do we have? Okay. I took a long time on that one. But that's today. good. I mean, and it, it does take a bit of time. No, there's, know? I mean, yeah. when I started doing this, Davis, there's so much to it. And now it really, it, it made it clear to me why kids are so confused. It's, it's complex. It is. And it takes a minute. And I love how you sort of gradually build on it, but they can play volleyball right away. Yeah. You got to play. That's so cool. All right. So we're on to the scenario. The scenario of the week is something I think a lot of coaches run into. It's where you have a wide range of interest levels on your team. And by that, I mean some kids are super into volleyball. Some kids are doing volleyball just for fun or maybe just for exercise or maybe just for the socialization. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. That's the first thing I want to say is I think – a lot of times as uh, volleyball coaches, we go, well, I only want people that are diehards, right? That, and that are just like me. And I cannot expect a 14 or 15 year old kid to be as into volleyball as 45 year old volley nerd Davis, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> so I think one of the things is just basically, you know, you're gonna have a wide range of interest levels yep. on your team. And so what do you do when that happens, right? So. Here's some things that I came up with, okay. and I think I got 10, maybe 11. Oh, okay, right? let's hear them. Okay, so the first thing is realize your limitations. This is one that I struggled with when I was a younger coach, and I still struggle with. I want to believe that I can get everyone to just love volleyball with <laughs> all their heart, you know, as much as I do, and uh, really, I can't do that. Right. You know, I'm limited in my in what I can do, you know, and as long as you realize that and realize that you have limitations, I actually think that's a good place to start because, yes, you want kids to love volleyball, but you can't reach everyone all the time. Well, and you don't want that to affect your passion. Absolutely. The fact that they're not right with you, you don't want that to, you know, affect you uh, communicating to those other kids that are really into it. Yes, absolutely. Right. So the first thing is realize your limitations. Secondly is find special moments for each player. I love it. And the way that you do this is the third thing, which is get to know your players. Okay. Right. And those are very much related. So some kids literally uniform day is the highlight of the season. Yep. And that is great and 100% fine. Right. If that's their highlight, I want to know that so I can make that day special to them, not just throw them their uniform (laughs) and say, here you go. You know, I kind of want to present them their uniform or something, (laughs) you know, I don't know, but just make that special, you know. So I think the uh, that goes into the fourth thing, which is meeting them where they are. Right. I think a lot of times we have assumptions about um, either what they know or don't know, and we got to get to know them and then. This is very much an education thing, like meet them where they are. So that means if this kid is new to volleyball, I I have to, you know, treat her differently than a kid that's been playing for seven years and is on the 18 ones, right? And uh, if I can know the the kid and uh, I can really sort of personalize those moments and make it special for them, you know? Pretty cool. So the other thing is some team rituals like i really think kids that play on teams like being on teams 
And maybe they don't even like some of the hard parts about the sport, but they love being with the team. So if you set up some team rituals, like we used to have when I played, we had spaghetti night every home game. And that was like literally so fun. We just all get together, have spaghetti. And that was it. You know, I mean, it was just great. Davis, this stuff is is probably in our in, you know, where we are with kids today. I mean, you remember the the episode we talked to Josh about mental health and you talk about, you know, having the team and the team connections and the fact that so many kids are so into electronics and that this is probably more important than ever. This stuff now. Absolutely. Another thing I would say is you don't always have to have full group practices. So sometimes if you can take portions of the group and have different types of practices for those different portions, that can really grab their interest. Yep. So I love that. And then the other thing I would add is coach to the top when you're coaching competitive volleyball. So you have this group of varied interest levels. I'm still going to address most of my technical coaching to the top and let the top model for the newer players. I like it. So I like it. Yeah. So we have a wide range of interest levels. You don't want to slow it down so that your best players are disinterested. Right. right? You want to really maximize that and then have their interest sort of empower some of the uh, newer players. And I don't know. I think it's really cool. And then set aside some time for new learners. Right. They don't have to be involved in everything. You can, like you said, pull them off to the side for just a second and go from there. And again, the final thing is just really know about your players and your team. Right. If you know about it, you can make it special. That's great, David. You know, having that, you know, wide perspective as an old guy this big, because I think both of us as young coaches, mm-hmm. we were here. Yep. Right. We were like, hey, we got to shove everybody into this narrow uh, framework that we're in. And hey, we get a little older and a little wiser. We see, hey, no, let's make sure that uh, we're giving every kid a great experience. And yeah, your list is awesome. I love it. Thank you. It's really cool. So what are the videos that will be unlocked on the Art of Coaching Volleyball website? So the the cool thing about Art of Coaching is, you know, you think about the videos, the skills, but they have such a, a... you know, depth and breadth of information there. Yep. A bunch of stuff on rotations. The first one is, uh, hey, our uh, our rival up in Del Mar, Brennan Dean okay. from Wave Volleyball Club. Good, good coach. And he gets, oh, they do a good job up there. Absolutely. He gets into uh, going through all of the traditional offensive systems. So okay. he gives a little uh, chalkboard talk about that. Uh, secondly, we have the Oregon State coach, uh, Mark Barnard, okay. and he talks about system flexibility and creativity Ooh, and like saying that. that, hey, do what's best for your team. And that runs right in line with what we were saying, like, hey, don't throw a beginning team in a 6-2. It's not the right fit for your team because of their skill set and the fact that they can't control Serve, receive. You don't want players running long distances to try to set. It just doesn't right. make. It just doesn't make sense. And then, lastly, uh, uh, before we uh, leave the the Barner video, he has a great one because there's links on his to explanations for the four two, five one, oh sweet six two, right on that that video. And then my favorite one there, I'm going to mention, and I separated was Jim Stones. Uh, chalk talk on the four two. Okay, and he has awesome. the four two with the middle front setter, which is my favorite. Nice. Jim, 
That's awesome. Great job. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. That's really All right. Cool. That takes us to uh, the final piece today is our resource. What do you have? The resource of the week is a really, really fascinating read. It's free online. I, I'll link the PDF in the show notes, but it is, it's a book, but it's also a research paper. It's called Flow by Mahali Chisholm Mahali. And it has been... Wait, I, I've seen that guy's name. The fact that you could say it is amazing. Say that again. <laughs> I just want to hear that again. His name is Mahali Chisholm Mahali. That was, that was, because uh, I have that book, but I've never been able to say the name. <laughs> right, it is. And uh, it's a fascinating read about immersive experience, right? And this kind of goes along with what we were talking about, about making each experience special for each kid. Yep. One of the best things you can do is to have an appropriate challenge level, right? And to have the appropriate tools to be capable to achieve whatever you're trying to work on. When you can do that, you can really become immersed, immersed in the experience and distractions just drift away. It's actually a really, really fun, unique experience to have, this flow experience. Davis, we've been sports guys for a long time. Yes. And I think one of the things we love about it is, hey, I think you know when you're not looking at your watch and time is just, you know, is not a factor in anything. And, you know, yep. you're just in the middle of it. Yep. Uh, that's the fun part of life. Absolutely. The flow, flow state. Absolutely. And so I would totally recommend this book. Um, I would say most practices fail because of some aspect of engagement um, by the players or the coaches. Yep. Right. So if you can have full engagement, you can probably have a pretty darn good practice. And this guy talks not only about what it is, but how to recreate it. And um, I would say it's a it's canon for any great yep. coach. Seminal text. Definitely. Seminal yep, text. Yep. So what a great pod. Once All again, right, Davis, good stuff today. Yeah. So what what did we hit today? So we got rotations to rotations, start. That was, a skill. that was money. We hit the scenario of when you have varying interest levels on your team. We talked about the videos that will be unlocked on the Art of Coaching Volleyball's website. So please feel free to check those out. Those are awesome resources. And then we talked about Flow by Mahali Chizamahali. And awesome. We'll see you next week. All right. Thanks, David. See ya.